Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah,
shoulders of giants how can we even compare to elders wise and so pious but in this hour one person's power no generation has ever seen do you know what one pure deed could mean from page is there anything you would change if you knew you were on the world stage no more escaping the world is waiting for you to hear the call will you make the choice to change it all Across the planet, across the whole world. There's no denial that you're so vital to the people you come from. They're all hoping you'll be the one.
יש לי תקווה בין הידיים. תופס אותך חזק שלא תיפול. יש לי חלום מול העיניים. על כל מה שרציתי להיות. יש לי דרך ארוכה וים של ניסיונות, יש בי עוד מקום לא לוותר, אני כאן מנצח, יותר כבר לא בורח. יש בי תקווה ואש בוערת בעיניים, יש לי את הכוח לשאוף עד השמיים.
JM in the AM, Lenny Solomon, of course, with that amazing selection, Vavio Sim words that we're saying during uh, Slichus this week, next week. Uh, three Yom Kippur, obviously. Well, I don't know about obviously, but certainly Three Yom Kippur. <laughs> uh, before that, you heard the uh, Shlemy Gertner selection, the Lahodos medley, Yesh B'Tikva, Aharon Abargil, Yaakov Shweki, it could be you, Chidush, and the Rebbe's Nigun done by Shlomo Katz. Shmoli Horowitz with Sulam Shali, Viserav, that's brand new from Gabi Cohen, and uh, Regesh with Modani opening things up, and we say good morning. Welcome to a Tuesday on this 20th day of September, day number 24 in the month of Elul, the year 5782, soon to be 5783. Tomorrow morning, or by David Heber is expected, about 7.30 tomorrow morning, we'll do the uh, calendaric trivia for the brand new year of 5783. And he'll also hopefully give us a uh, an answer to the question of why Tachanun on Thursday, this coming Thursday, is a big deal. Or I should say, why there's something special or unusual about it. I don't remember the exact words that he said when he left me the message. But there's something about the long Tachanun this coming Thursday that's of note. So we'll hopefully find out that answer from Rabbi Heber. Rabbi Kenneth Brander is going to join us. He, of course, leads the uh, Art Torah Stone, incredible organization, wonderful educational institution in Israel. He's here in the New Jersey area and is expected in our studio uh, just over an hour from now here at JM and the AM. Very much looking forward to that. So we have great guests here at JM and the AM. That's an understatement. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Let us know uh, what you have to say. Listener Morris says, good morning, Nachum, and blessings to you and all your listeners. Have a great day and an awesome new year. Thank you, Morris. Um, Rabbi Cash tells us that the surgery, Baruch Hashem, Chazde Hashem, was a success. Thank God. Great to have him tuned in. And uh, my thanks to all of you for keeping him in mind. JM and the AM Tuesday, final Tuesday of the year, believe it or not. Coming up next week, a bit of a short week. We'll be here Wednesday through Friday. The following week, we have Yom Kippur in the middle of the week. Then Sukkis. Uh, we'll be here, Cholamoid, please God. And then, of course, we need Sarah Simchas Torah. And then finally, back to a regular schedule. So this is the time of year when, uh, when it's a big benefit to everybody out there to keep the Nahum Single Network rolling. By the way, here's a perfect example. Uh, Mark Zamek has curated an incredible playlist for this coming Sunday, Erev Rosh Hashanah, starting right after JM Sunday with Matis at 9 a.m. Sunday morning, all the way until candle lighting time. An unbelievable playlist for Erev Rosh Hashanah. There is absolutely no reason to touch that dial. This coming Sunday on Erev Yontif, you will have an incredible playlist of Rosh Hashanah selections, and I hope you'll take full advantage and spread the word. No better way to get into the uh, spirit of the holiday than with us right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Um, I guess we'll call it the uh, Erev Yom Tov Music Mix. Yeah. And that's what it's going to be. So make sure to be tuned into that this coming Sunday. You'll be glad you did. Our Chesed campaign is in full swing. Yesterday we added a couple of more links. Uh, the Chabad of uh, Puerto Rico, because there are so many people there who are suffering at the moment post-hurricane. Uh, we also added the um, the fund that has been established in memory of Yankee Meyer to keep the Yadid portion of Miss Askim going during this time of year. Widows and orphans need to be taken care of. It's something that Yankee did every 
every single week, but especially around Yontif time. Uh, it's up there. Go to nachomsigel.com slash chesed, nachomsigel.com slash chesed, and the information is there. Yad Ezra Veshulamit, distributing 55,000 packages to poor families before Yontif. That's up there as well, the link for Yad Ezra Veshulamit. Again, nachomsigel.com slash chesed. And uh, just a, a whole array of things we've discussed. The sukkah shatchin, if you have an extra sukkah, or if you have one sitting in your garage that's not being used, or schach that's no longer being used, let the sukkah shatchin know. That information is up there at nachomsigel.com slash chesed. And, um, yeah, just a whole bunch of amazing causes that need support and that are deserving of support, and you'll find it all there uh, on that one page. So check it out. Our friends at shopbyclothes.com, all machzorim, all machzorim, 10% off between now and Thursday. All machzorim, 10% off between now and Thursday. Go to shopbyclothes.com, shopbyclothes.com. Make sure to use promo code radio. Again, 10% off on all machzorim between now and Thursday. Make sure to use promo code radio. Go to shopbyclothes.com. And get ready for the upcoming Yom Tov or any Yom Tov. All Machzorim are 10% off with promo code radio. So any Yom Tov at all, uh, any Machzor at all, you can go ahead and get. Joey Newcomb is next at JM in the AM. Yes, 
Gestik we. Hashmeli, ga waarom zijn nou weer? Ja,
Tell you about my town It's filled with all these posters Not a blank wall to be found It's a really quiet village At least in terms of sound But if all this print could speak We'd be the loudest one around The signs say Pesach in Miami The hotel's on the beach The bus to Keverachel With of course those separate seats Rebbe's son's chassan Have you seen his new stry mill? These are signs you'll see In our town of Pashkville Now it's not such a bother It's really not a fuss It gives me what to read While I'm waiting for my bus But one thing gets me worried It seems it's finally come to be all these printed papers while we're running out of trees Have your name said by the Kotel 40 days non-stop and those gorgeous stunning shadows already back in stock Dinner's on next Thursday Did you get in your lesson? And every dollar that you donate a noted donor pledged
brand new post that was slandering one by name. It accused him of a crime and said he can't be trusted. And despite the claims of evidence, I found myself disgusted. Well, that's where I draw the line when it finally comes to be that you put your thoughts on paper. Everyone to see what you write may all be true on every single page, but on the postboards of Shemayim, the paper's up in flames. So buy the yeshiva raffle tickets, the Chinese auction prize, support the greatest moisters, giving up your time. J.M. in the A.M. with the town of Pashkaville. Before that, Elio, both done by Duvadol. Shalshalis Jr. had Yehichavod. You heard Ari Goldwag's Find My Soul. Joey Newcomb, Imyesh Mikva, here at J.M. in the A.M. Tuesday morning broadcast at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSingle.com on the NachumSingle Network. And, of course, any beloved NSN app, feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, NachumSingle Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. Yesterday, Rebecca Dali Zlotowicz was with us. Artscroll.com right now has plenty of amazing brand-new titles, especially for this time of year, the Amnaray and the High Holidays. Check it out. Go to Artscroll.com. And you know the rule, always use promo code RADIO. No matter what you're ordering, if you want your big discount and your free shipping, make sure to use promo code RADIO. When you order from artscroll.com. Galitzal in the background. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Tuesday follows next. We say Boker Tov from Jam in the AM. בשכם נמשכים העימותים האלימים שפרצו הבוקר בין כוחות הרשות למפגינים לאחר מעצר פעיל חמאס בידי מנגנוני הביטחון הפלסטינים. קוראים ביטחוני ישראלי העריך כי הרשות פעלה מתוך מניע פנימי ולאו דווקא בגלל בקשת ישראל. מדווח כתבנו לעניינים ערביים ג'קי חוגי. גורמי הרשות יורים אש חיה וגז מדמיע לעבר המפגינים בניסיון לדכא את המהומות. אדם אחד, גבר כבן 53, נהרג מאש השוטרים הפלסטינים. המהומות התלקחו בעקבות מעצר מבוקש מחמאס, מס אבשטייה מכפר סלם, הלילה בידי הרשות. גורם ישראלי אמר לגלי צה"ל כי השטייה מאתגר את החוק והסדר ברשות ולכן הוא נעצר, לא בגלל דרישת ישראל. ראש הממשלה לפיד ייפגש היום בשולי עצרת האו"ם בניו יורק עם עבדאללה מלך ירדן ועם מספר מנהיגים נוספים, מדווח כתבנו המדיני יניר קוזין. הפגישה בין לפיד לעבדאללה תתקיים ברקע המתיחות הביטחונית ביהודה ושומרון בשבועות האחרונים ולקראת חגי תשרי, זאת מחשש להסלמה בשטח. לפיד ייפגש בהמשך היום עם מנהיגים נוספים, ביניהם נשיא טורקיה ארדואן, וזאת תהיה פגישה ראשונה בין ראש ממשלת ישראל לנשיא טורקיה זה למעלה מעשור. לפיד ייפגש גם עם ראש ממשלת 
יוון ומחר עם ראש ממשלת בריטניה. ראש הממשלה לפיד צפוי לנאום בעצרת הכללית של האו"ם ביום חמישי בשעות אחר הצהריים, שעון ישראל. ערב ראש השנה, בישראל יותר מתשעה מיליון וחצי בני אדם. כך על פי נתוני הלשכה המרכזית לסטטיסטיקה, מדווחת כתבתנו לענייני פנים, חנה אחימאיר. אוכלוסיית ישראל צפויה להגיע לכ-10 מיליון תושבים בסוף שנת 2024. 74% מכלל האוכלוסייה הם יהודים, ו-21% מהתושבים ערבים. בשנה החולפת נולדו 177,000 תינוקות, ונפטרו 53,000 אנשים בסך הכל, יותר מ-4,000 מהם מקורונה. במאזן ההגירה נוספו לאוכלוסייה יותר מ-60,000 איש, רובם המוחלט עולים חדשים. חרף אזהרת המסע לאוקראינה, כ-6,000 ישראלים צפויים להמריא בימים הקרובים לאומן. דובר משרד החוץ, אלון לביא, אמר לי, האל דן בגלי צה"ל, אנחנו לא יכולים להבטיח את ביטחונם של הנוסעים. המלחמה היא לא ליד אומן. עם זאת, היו נפילות לפני כמה שבועות, כולל הרוג, והיו אירועים שונים. ודבר נוסף, חשוב להבין, אנחנו לא שולטים בהלכי הלחימה. חמישה ימים לבחירות באיטליה, מפלגת הימין שצפויה לקבל את המנדט להרכבת הממשלה, הדיחה את אחד המועמדים שלה לאחר שנמצא כי שיבח את היטלר בעמוד הפייסבוק שלו. מדווח כתב חדשות החוץ מתן לוי. מפלגת הימין האחים של איטליה שצפויה לנצח בבחירות הלאומיות בסוף השבוע השעתה לצמיתות את המתמודד קלוג'רו פיזאנו, לאחר שהתברר כי לפני שמונה שנים כתב על היטלר שהוא מדינאי גדול. הקהילה היהודית ברומא זעמה על התגלית המפתיעה וטענה כי לא מקובל שאדם כמוהו יושב בבית הנבחרים האיטלקי. בתגובה השיבה המפלגה, מרגע זה ואילך פיזאנו אינו מייצג עוד את המפלגה. חוזרים אלינו מזג האוויר ללא שינוי בטמפרטורות שתהיינה מעט נמוכות מהרגיל העונה. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד. לדוד השם, אורי ואישי, אורי ואישי, מי מיהרה? השם מעוז חיי, אי ממי יפחד? אי ממי יפחד? אם תחנה עלי מחנה לא יירא ליבי אם תקום עלי עלי מלחמה בזאת אני פותח גם כי אלך בגסל Thank 
lives of our fathers before you who died with the song of the Lord on their lips they said. Join of the lost and forgotten now. My promise of then is my promise of when, and now is the moment. Just return again, no.
JM and the AM, it's David Stein with Vaviosim, words from this time of year for sure, with Slichus and all. Ayidal had both Mikimi and Return, Kave done by Yehuda, Yaakov Shweki's Ladavid Hashem Ori. Again, the words we say this time of year uh, here for you at JM and the AM. All right, Kenneth Brander's going to join us in studio here at JM and the AM. Looking forward to that. Tomorrow morning, it's by David Heber. Everybody, Heber is our calendaric consultant, and apparently there's a lot to say. I mean, there's a lot to say about every year, so it's not an issue. Uh, but there's plenty to say about 5783, and Rabbi Heber is going to join us. Also, I, I mentioned that Rabbi Heber alluded to the fact that there's something special, quote-unquote, because uh, I don't know what special means. I don't know if it's a quirk. I don't know if it's a, uh, a, a rarity. I don't know what it is. But there's something special about Tachanun on Thursday, this coming Thursday. Uh, final long Tachanun of the year. There's something special about Tachanun this Thursday. I don't know what it is. If you have any idea, let me know. You can comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nachum Single Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. Uh, but anyway, he alluded to that, and he'll join us tomorrow morning, 7.30 here at JM in the AM. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman makes traditional kosher delicacies, pastrami, corned beef, salami, and more. Old World Classics, beef fry, kishka, and more. And modern, better-for-you kosher products, including no nitrate added, reduced fat and reduced sodium hot dogs, plus many other unique items. I don't know how one can prepare for Yuntif without checking out the A&H display and all of the uh, amazing supermarkets out there. Uh, go to kosherdogs.net, enjoy a 10% discount with promo code radio and try A&H today. Um, uh, a reminder, our friends at shopeichlers.com, shopeichlers.com, all machzorim, 10% off with promo code radio between now and Thursday. All machzorim, 10% off between now and Thursday with promo code radio. Go to shopeichlers.com. Again, shopeichlers.com for all the information. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. The Zvila Rebbe once related that his sister had become seriously ill. The doctors despaired of her recovery. Everyone was being mispalo l'avim shabbat shabayim. Everyone was davening. My father said he would like to go outside. We went outside, and suddenly we met a Yid whom we didn't know. He began to shout, and he began to insult my father. This is who you call a Rebbe? He's an underhanded person. This person spoke with such great chutzpah about my father, and then he began to curse him. My father just looked at him sadly and then whispered to me not to say a word. When the Hasidim gathered together and wanted to take him away, my father said, leave him alone. The man eventually finished what he had said and then left. The Zvila Rebbe said that when they came back into the house, the mother was waiting for them with a smile on her face. With deep emotion, she said, Hodu Lashem Kito, praise Hashem because he is good. The girl's condition had begun to improve. His father then called him into the study and told him, Is a posuk in Eov that says, Toila Eretz Albalima, the world is dependent. The Talmud of Masechus Chulin tells us, 
On the one that can keep their mouth closed at a time of great strife and dispute. The bizionos, when a person suffers embarrassment and debasement, it is a proven remedy to be saved from all sorrows. Many months later, his sister fell ill once again. The Shvila Rebbe's father once again asked him to accompany him outside. However, this time, no one came over to them. The father then whispered to his son in a choked voice, Ein zu el shamayim. This is a decree from heaven. We should always remember that when a person has to sustain any type of insult or embarrassment, it is a gift from Hashem. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Oh, 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 oh. 
Moshe Friedman with the Hayom Haras Salam from the Waterbury Chevra. Good song, huh? That's a good tune. Uh, from the uh, Yamim Narayim High Holiday Service. Our rest is done by Srilly Williger, also off of the Yamim Narayim High Holidays. Don't forget, Mark Zamek has curated an incredible list of Rosh Hashanah selections that'll be uh, airing from 9 a.m. until candle lighting on Sunday. There is no better way to prepare for the holiday than by having NSN on. And he will uh, be presenting that uh, all through the day, right after JM Sunday with Matis, until candle lighting time. And um, make sure to be tuned in. There's no better way to prepare for the holiday. If you're driving somewhere, taking care of last-minute errands, cooking in the kitchen, heading out to your hosts, whatever the case may be, make sure to um, have us on. Make sure to have NSN rolling on Sunday, and obviously all the other days as well. Uh, Just One Life features Rabbi Y.Y. Jacobson tomorrow night at 8 p.m. at the home of the Mandel family on Westminster Avenue in Bergenfield. The Mandel and Lieberman families are serving as hosts. It is a wonderful opportunity before Yuntif to uh, hear an amazing speaker and support an amazing cause. JustOneLife.org has information. JustOneLife.org or Rabbi Y.Y. Jacobson tomorrow night 8 p.m. at the home of Rachel and Ozzie Mandel. And again, justonelife.org for information about the event. I'm just wondering if it's up there in our community calendar. I'll check in a second. Don't forget that the um, the Chesed page is active, meaning if you go to, uh, yeah, the Just One Life event is up on our community calendar. If you thank you, Avrami. If you uh, if you go to nachomsigel.com slash chesed, nachomsigel.com slash chesed, that's the page. And the campaign in memory of uh, Yaakov Mordechai ben Hachavar Yisrael, that's your Yanki Meyer. Uh, the fund that has been established for you, the Yadid chapter of Miss Askim, is up there on the page, nachomsigl.com slash uh, uh, chesed. So you'll be able to make that donation in memory of Yanki. And of course, uh, everything else that we've been talking about, Chabad of Puerto Rico, in light of the hurricane, and. Um, Yad, uh, Yad Ezra Veshulamit, distributing 55,000 packages to poor families in Israel before Yuntif. Um, um, the sukkah shadchan information is up there. If you have a sukkah that's lying around your house, <laughs> basement, garage, shed, they need it. The sukkah shadchan needs it. Go to nachomsigl.com slash chesed. Um, it's all there. It's all there. Everything that we've been discussing is on the page. So uh, check it out and uh, participate in some important chesed. Our Mayor Bracha, Leora Teji, distributing food before Yontif to families in Yerushalayim. Um, so please, nachomsigl.com slash chesed has all the information. JM in the AM, this is uh, another Yamim Narayim high holiday selection. By the way, don't forget tomorrow, Rabbi David Heber. Rabbi Kenneth Brander joined us today in studio. Rabbi David Heber tomorrow on Calendaric Trivia for the year 5783. Rabbi Heber tomorrow morning at 7.30. He'll also hopefully reveal what is unique about Tachanun this coming Thursday. He's alluded to that with us, that there's something about Tachanun this coming Thursday. It's all here tomorrow with Rabbi David Heber at JM in the AM.
up hour number uh, two. I know, it's uh, early before the top of the hour, but I mean musically wrapping up hour number two with Aresh Esfosena done by uh, A.B. Rottenberg and company on Leiva Nefesh. Well, one of the advantages of uh, broadcasting temporarily from Teaneck, New Jersey is that we uh, stumble upon some amazing personalities uh, just during the course of the day, and uh, through that uh, through that system, we discovered last week that our uh, Kenneth Brander, is, uh, who's the president of the Rosh Yeshiva of Artura Stone, uh, is here in the New Jersey area, a short trip before he heads back for the Yom Noraim for the High Holidays to Israel. And uh, once that was discovered, I said it would be amazing to do this interview, this conversation live and in person. And he is, in fact, in what we call our makeshift temporary studio here in Teaneck, New Jersey. Rabbi Brander, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nachum. It's always a pleasure to be with you in your luxurious studio <laughs> here in Teaneck, New Jersey. It's funny you said that this would be worth about a million dollars in Yerushalayim, yes. but I think you're right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not even a joke. <laughs> Baruch Hashem. What can I tell you? What does that say? about the state of world jury or specifically the state of jury for our brothers and sisters in israel you can't go to any major sort of like the united states right now you can't go to any major city in israel without spending enormous sums of money to be in prime areas well i think that it just first it states that yerushalayim is the prime area um and I think what you're seeing is more and more young people and not so young people are just moving to what used to be called the periphery. I mean, all of the South is growing leaps and bounds. And now with these bullet trains right. where, you know, from uh, Kiryat Malachi or from other areas, you can make it to Tel Aviv in a short period of time. And then from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem is like a 40-minute. It's faster to go into these trains than it is to drive. I can't even tell you because I can't remember the name of the city up north that my nephew is living in now. In one of these remote areas, a few Kolel families went and obviously are paying a third of the price of what right. they would pay for a place, you know, in, in, in areas that are more desirable until now. And, uh, and they're pioneers. They're pioneers who are, uh, you know, building more areas of Israel. And it's just, that's an amazing byproduct of this whole thing. Right. Especially in the north where you have uh, demographic issues. Right. Um, everyone's welcome, but you still have demographic issues. So, for example, we have a Yeshivat Hezder in Carmiel and a Midrashah in Carmiel. And now the next step is we're building a student village where we have young couples who are living there, uh, going to university, mainly in Sfat and other places, and also giving back to the community and starting their families. How many will continue to live there? How many won't? Is We just started this three months ago. Yeah, well, it's a <laughs> beloved area. Yeah. I could see people staying up there. And for those who don't know, it's really up north. 
And I remember when, if you went to Carmiel 20 years ago, you really were a pioneer. Now it's uh, it's a right. built-up area. The goal is to make all of uh, yeah, all Medina of Israel. Israel that way. Who thought in our lifetime we would see this? It's just amazing. Right. It's beautiful and amazing. Now, how many? How long have you been president of Rosh Hashiva of Ortara Stone? Uh, it's a little bit more than four years. Now, I'm asking it in that way because you were involved here in the United States in some enormous institutions, both educational institutions and synagogues, New York, Florida, that... You were always surrounded by enormity. I think you'd agree with that. At what point during your stint at Artura Stone did you realize how enormous a project this is? Well, I'm not sure I yet realize how enormous a project, uh, you know, a project it is because you can get phone calls, especially now era of elections. It's era of Yom Hadin in a whole bunch of different levels. In Meaning Israel. elections in Israel. Yes, era of elections in Israel. Um, where you start getting phone calls from very political, you know, politicians about... You know, will you sign their documents or will you this, will you that? And it has They want your to, endorsement. Right. It has nothing to do with me. It just happens to have everything to do with the institution that I have a connection with. I don't believe, as I followed the paradigm in America, I don't believe that rabbis should be signing documents of that nature. Not against anyone who does. I'm just not comfortable right. with it. Um, but uh, I also see the fact that you could have 5,000 students and it's such a blessing. So I, I get back to Israel, Be'ezrat Hashem, tomorrow. And Thursday, I give Shir Klali in one place. And right after Rosh Hashanah, Shir Klali in another place. It's just a privilege. It's a privilege and an honor to work and engage with students. And uh, perhaps more importantly, uh, the colleagues that I have, um, not only throughout Israel, but we have th almost 300 shlichim around the world and those that work with those shlichim and the ability to engage with shlichim around the world from Teaneck to Tallinn, Estonia is amazing. I, I wanted to ask you this, and, and frankly, you know, being here face-to-face -face sometimes affords a, a deeper conversation, um, the opportunity for a deeper conversation. The, the, um, the shlichim that are around the world in all these cities, and I can name some of them for everybody to give everyone a perspective, um, are, are these people who are natives to those countries who are then trained buy people from Artura Stone and, you know, and, and build up their, uh, their own careers within the communities they grew up in? Are these people who are in Israel being uh, educated at Artura Stone, and they decide, you know what, I'm going to go to uh, China, or I'm going to go to Italy, or I'm going to go to Scotland, or, or uh, you know, all the other places in between. Again, there's a whole list of them. Wh which is it? Which, which dominates? Which category dominates the shlichim around the world? Well, there's both. But I think the primary group are people who were educated, for the most part, in Israel um, and have a calling to go on shlichut. Um, and so we sent out this year, for example, 25 couples all around the, all around the globe. So there's uh, one in Hong Kong. Right. There's one, in, one just went to Princeton uh, working with the OU, our joint effort with them when, we're, when it's possible and it works for everyone with JLIC, so he'll be the couple in Princeton. But he's Anglo. In other words, his English is, is perfect. His wife's, is, I'm sure, will be well, perfect. Well, she'll get there, yeah. Right? But um, they grew up in Israel, but they have roots. You know, their family have roots in the United States. But then there are, f couple, then there are communities, for example, in Zurich or other places where the community said, listen, we, there's a dearth of leadership here. We need to be forward-thinking Let's send a young, talented person to Israel, learn at Ortura Stone, 
get smicha from Ortero Stone and spend five, six years. We'll pay for them. Then, but tonight, on the condition that they come back. That's a classic model in the yes. Jewish world, right? Yeah, that, that's from decades and centuries yeah, ago, right? Yeah, that's more a European right. paradigm. Um, but just to hone the point, we sent out 25 couples I mentioned. We had 160 requests for shlichut. Okay, what motivates them? I, I, sometimes it's hard for me to understand why a young couple wants to go to Hong Kong or any other areas that are on this list. What motivates them? So we actually just did a study because we want to increase the amount of shlichim that we sent. So we interviewed, a professional company interviewed uh, 40,000 uh, young people. That means, you know, younger than you and I. <laughs> um, you know, in their 20s and 30s. Right. If sh- in the religious science community, shlichut is important. And the vast majority of them said that shlichud is a tenant of what it means to be not just a religious Zionist, but what it means to be a Zionist, to be to care for Jews around the world. Um, I think our challenge is that as Israel is paying more substantial salaries than it did in the past, especially in the startup world, um, and in the you know the all the various new companies, the tech space, tech, yeah, and the fact that even the educational centers are paying more money. We have to make it still financially uh, viable, not just attractive, but viable for shlichut. So while we know that it is still viewed as a value, if I want to increase Be'ezrat Hashem in the next five years from going to sending 25 couples to sending 50 couples a year, we have to figure out a way to be able to bring other energies to the table. What's also very interesting is that the vast majority of those who do shlichut, when they return, the vast majority of them go into Jewish communal work, which means they're bringing, I think, very positively a different outlook that they learned, whether it's in Toronto right. or somewhere else. Like We have somebody who works in the provost office who spent time in Toronto in the, in the day school there under Rabbi Gower, under Rabbi Grauer, it, it's just um, amazing the energies that he brought back just from those experiences, those few years. I think it was there four or five years. So but these shlichim are not just educators. They are also representing, well, and yeah. rabbis. Right. But they are also including the Israel peace in their shlichut. Yes, I think that's a very important component. Their goal is not to uh, be agents of nefesh benefesh. Right, understood. Uh, that, I don't think, but they're not ignoring the fact that they're not ignoring that how wonderful it is to live in Israel, that the future of the Jewish people is in the state of Israel. Yes, we we try to, I try to make sure they understand that if they if they stand on that if they stand on that podium, it's the best way not to be successful. Um, I saw with my own children when we were in Boca Raton and we had shlichim, the ones who who did not preach Zionism but lived it through their experiences actually motivated my children, I believe, on some right. level, because many of my children made Aliyah before we did, um, to make Aliyah. And I think that they get credit for that or part of the journey for right. that. So I think that as long as our shlichim understand that their job is to represent Torah Yisrael, Torah Medina Yisrael, without stuffing it down, right. engaging. We're sincere about our Judaism, we're sincere about our Torah, we're sincere about Israel, and we live that way, and we're not forcing anybody to do anything. And they've all served, at least the men have all served in the ITF. Right, that's also a component. They walk in as Jewish heroes. Right. 
And kids love to hear those right, stories, right. etc. Yeah, there's a lot of components right. to this. <laughs> By Dr. Kenneth Brander is here, president at Rosh Yeshiva at Oratora Stone. Uh, their imprint around the world is amazing. It's not just Israel where the the imprint is quite significant, to say the least. Uh, you've described on the air how your uh, your students and those who are um, uh, graduates uh, are uh, in, in fact interacting with uh, members of the IDF on IDF bases and are participating in community centers constantly and uh, around Yontif time. Actually, around Rosh Hashanah time, right. you you incorporate a big time. Yeah, you incorporate a lot of initiatives. Are those still five, going on? Yeah, we have five hundred and fifty locations in parks. Five hundred and fifty locations in Israel. In Israel, in parks. What happens in Israel, these parks? We do what's called shofar park, that we will blow shofar and have a mini service uh, for people who don't feel connected to shuls, um, and in partnership with Sohar, because we couldn't staff five hundred and fifty locations alone. We will have places all over Israel from the tippy north to the bottom of the south and everywhere in between where there'll be these parks and you can go online, Shofar Park, and you'll find out where your place is um, and you'll hear a chauffeur blast. Kids will get candy. There's a little handout that everybody gets about Rosh Hashanah and Tkiat Shofar and everything it represents. Um, and we'll interact with 50,000 Israelis on Rosh Hashanah and Sometimes we even have the pictures to prove it because they're taking they're taking <laughs> they're pictures. Snapping away. <laughs> they're taking pictures. Uh, you can't help it. Shofar Rosh Hashanah. It's, that's what it is. But um, and then on Yom Kippur, we'll have also uh, programs, both in shuls, like explanatory right. services, as well as in parks. I would think more are inclined to go to shul Yom Kippur and actually be yeah, there. The, so. the, I think there is a group. Well, it, the interesting thing is, you know, the major highways in Israel, you could literally put a bed, you know, in the middle of the Highway 1, and you probably wouldn't have to move it right. more than once or twice throughout Yom Kippur. Um, you know, people really stop. It's, you know, the joke in Israel is called the the holiday of bicycles because if you're, gonna, if you're not going to be in shul, you're not going to drive, but you'll use your bicycle. Right. So I think that a lot of people come early and come towards Ni'ila, either called Nidre or Ni'ila, but even those want some type of, and thank God, want some type of explanatory uh, tefillah that's oriented toward them. I think that in Israel, it's hard. I don't like use the word chiloni, secular Israelis. I haven't found a secular Israeli because you could have someone driving on Shabbos, his cab, but there'll be a street minion, especially during COVID, they'll row down the window and their air kiss the Torah. So I don't know, is that person considered religious, not religious? Right. I'm not going to put them in a, in a box that they're not observant when they're willing to do something like that. I think there's a special energy that exists in Israel where 99% of males that are born have a bris and, and so many, you know, in the 90% plus, observe some type of Yom Kippur experience, some type of Shabbos experience. And Pesach, we know, the Seder. So I think that they're just looking for a non-coercive place. So the Jewish community centers, what we call Matnasim, are those places, and our hope is that we give them spiritual wings. So we have Bar and Bat Mitzvah programs, we have all different types of programs throughout the year, and at this point, the government estimates that we're interacting with around 300,000 
uh, not formally observant Israelis right. uh, throughout the year. Pretty amazing. Rabbi Dr. Kenneth Brander is here. Go to ots.org.il for information, ots.org.il, and you could support the amazing uh, institution there as well. All right, let's go through some of the things that are happening now. Um, uh, we are up to six high schools under the Artura Stone uh, uh, umbrella, if you will. Are these all over Israel? Are these in a specific area? Uh, they're at Jerusalem and the Gushetzion region. Um, there are many requests for more high schools for us to start. We have to, you know, uh, we have to evaluate, uh, be strategic in our goals. I think that in the post-high school educational realm, there's more need um, and less people who can do it. There are plenty of competent organizations that can do high schools. So we have to make a decision if we're going to open more high schools. There are requests. And in the issue of Aguna advocacy and outreach and shlichut, conversion issues i think there's there's a desperate need and um meaning there's not enough staff who are educated in these areas for example in the halachic prenup that is a given the halachic prenup that is a given in uh in the united states almost automatic in many places yeah it's not a given in israel so we opened a website that has over a million visitors now um but it's the first time there's a website like that we just create we just worked in the Knesset, we have a woman who serves as not only a halachic expert, but as an advocate in the Knesset, that we passed a law, or the Knesset passed a law with our help, that if somebody who won't give his wife a get um, comes to Israel, is not an Israeli citizen, since Israel has a responsibility of protecting Jews around the world, if it's a reputable based in that has you know, a Jewish court that has said that he needs to give a get, the Israeli government can seize his passport. Wow. His foreign passport. That is law now. That's law now. We'll see how long it lasts, but it's law now. And, you know, we're trying to do things of that nature, and there's only a limited amount of brain space that anyone has or any organization has. And the fact that we are dealing with, for the first time, halachic issues that for 2,000 years were dormant, forget about the politics. We obviously are concerned about security we have 550 young people, students in the army right now as you and I speak. Right. We've unfortunately lost students to acts of terror. No one wants to be soft on security. But what does halacha say when you are the sovereign in the state of Israel, which we haven't been for 2,000 years? What does halacha say about how do you deal with minorities? How does halacha look at other faith systems? How does halacha look at non-Jews who live in the state of Israel? When you are the sovereigns, there aren't sfar- you can walk into any sfarim store and buy a safer and hook on the laws of Shemitah or the laws of army or the laws of Shabbat and and the state, but there isn't one safer on these issues. So we are now we have a kollel run by Rabbi Yaakov Nagin, Rabbi Yaakov Genak when he was before he made Aliyah, <laughs> um, and he is with his uh, team of scholars of Tamidei and Tamidot Chachamim are really putting together these halachas for the first time. I think that that really is a responsibility of Torah Zionism to deal with contemporary issues that, again, the last person to write on it was Rav Herzog as the chief rabbi. He wrote 60 pages of tshuvas on it, but no one else has written on it. It's called Ushmo Echad, Ripui HaKesher Ben Yisrael V'Datot HaOlam, and it's written by three of your uh, kolel emissaries, as you said. And uh, this will, this safer will be translated into English. Yes. That's Timetable on that? This year, by next circus. 
pretty amazing because I can imagine how many people or English speakers are curious to read about it and to see these chuvas. And as you said, the, some of these, uh, uh, some of the research went back quite a while, quite a long time, to an era when one can address when Israel was in fact a sovereign state. Right. It, it's, it's being a halachic archaeologist. Right. Um, and um, <laughs> and also positing positions, and maybe some will agree with and some won't, but that's okay. It's about beginning the conversation. Torah is about the eternality of Torah, and this celebrates that idea. Pretty amazing. Uh, we, so the men's programs and the women's programs, the Aguna advocacy, uh, the conversion uh, piece, uh, which is so important. And in fact, it's, it's interesting that you mentioned that you could use more people in that area who, are, you know, who will become experts in the area of conversion. Uh, the emissaries and shlichut, the inclusion p- uh, part. Uh, this is something that uh, we've it's only it's we've so only d- uh, found this out in the last couple of years uh, with Darkenu. Uh, you have uh, made sure to open up classes for those with special needs, and this also includes people from outside of Israel, right? Right. Darkenu is our program. The Bratsky Darkenu program is only for people who come from outside of Israel. So, young men and young women, primarily from North America, but from all over the world who after 12th grade want to have the same experience as their friends so they can come to us. Um, we have the women's program is at Madrasha Lindenbaum. The men's program is we run it at Yeshivat Haratzion. It's our program, but we need it in a place that has Americans also because of the schedule and the calendar. So we run these programs. We have anywhere between 24 and 30 young men and young women who participate. And most recently... We had an, an orphan uh, from Ukraine who Chabad had taken out of Ukraine, amazingly, uh, three days in a train with bombs you know, all around them. And, and this young lady came to Israel, and the Israeli government was looking for a place for her. She doesn't speak any Hebrew. She speaks English, Russian, and Ukrainian. So there's only one program that helps special, she has special special needs. needs. There's only one program like that. So they called us up and they said, listen, we need you to take her. So obviously without, you know, that was a yes from from the start. But it's an amazing program and it's inspiring to watch these young people overcome uh, challenges. But really, I think it's even more than that. It's, It's watching their courage and it's a privilege, again, to spend time with them. They actually asked me if I would uh, run, in quotes, the Jerusalem Marathon with them. <laughs> so I figured that it would be extremely embarrassing if I, if I would say no. So uh, together we did, uh, we walked uh, 10K of the uh, Jerusalem Marathon. And it went all right? Uh, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> So that's the best at definition. The minimum, it went fine. <laughs> so, it was, so it was great, and I had a great time with them. So <laughs> it was good. Uh, pretty amazing. And uh, information about all of this, you can go to OTS.org.il because I'm sure there are parents listening right now of special needs youngsters who would like them to have a post-12th grade We experience. would love to have them with And us. they're independent. They are the, independent. I mean, I, I, they can, any you know, the, the special needs community, they should live and be well, and they should only have nachas from all their children and grandchildren, but the bottom, they all know each other. And I think that whether you're in the Haredi community or very modern community, Darkenu is your address, and they'll sp- they speak to each other, and they'll, and, and they'll hear from their friends how inspiring, amazing, transformative Darkenu is. And 
with the help of some very serious donors in Israel, it's in, and especially in America, we've actually taken some of these ideas into Israel. So, for example, you wow. have special needs kids in Israel, kids on the autism spectrum and others that until now, like, there wasn't a place for them after 12th grade in the Army or something like that, which is a good social equalizer. So we worked out with the Army that these young people actually are good at other skills, dog training, other things of that nature. And the Army said to us, you train them in high school, and if they have the competency based on their grades, we will let them go into the OKETS unit, which is a commando unit, to train the dogs in the OKETS unit. So now all of a sudden you have kids who have special needs who are who are They're really doing this gifted. already. They just started, and we, we just graduated the first class. It's only one or two. But they're wearing the same uniform as a commando is wearing. And, um, and they walk know, the streets with and it. And they walk the streets <laughs> with it. And all of a sudden, they're, they're part of the, they're not outsiders. And, and it's really due to one particular person, who I'm not going to mention his name on, on the radio or on the, on the Nachum Siegel Network, which is not just a radio, but I listen to it all the time in Israel. Thank you. Um, it's just... Uh, it's it's tr- it's transformational, unbelievable. Uh, so it sounds like five seven eight two is a good year for our tourists. Baruch Hashem, yom yom. And Baruch as we look to the future, what can you tell us in general about Israeli society? <coughs> we uh, we read about and we are concerned about the uh, relationship of different groups in Israel. I would hope that that's improving. I don't know if from your vantage point if it is. Uh, we also, frankly, um, are are concerned. Um, about the level of poverty in Israel. Uh, there are, um, you know, clusters of society that are not concentrating on, you know, the importance of employment. Um, I'm saying this as sensitive, sensitively as I can, but it sounds like you have some of the answers to that. Well, I think we all have some of the answers to that. And also I think um, the greatness of Israel is that there are people from other lands who bring other experiences mm. But I, I see a few things. One is, listen, we have to have a strong security while our children serve in the IDF. It's part and parcel of what it means to live in the state of Israel. You know, when a child is born in, in Israel and the mother's at the bris, you know, they they know that they have their child until the child's 18. Right. Or if they're sitting and learning until they're 19 or something right. like that, 20. Um, and it's not it's not something that's lost on a parent or a grandparent that they're, they're years up to a certain age. They're not years Um But I think that right now our biggest challenge is that we don't know how to live together. I'm not talking about Jew and Arab, although that's an issue also. I'm talking about Jew and Jew. And we have to we have to figure that out better. The base of Middash was destroyed because of Sinat Chinam, um, and you can still see the ashes from the destruction of the base of Migdash. And in the same location, you know, 50 feet from there, you can see people doing the same type of activities that caused the destruction of the base of Migdash on both sides of the spectrum. Right. It's not a one-sided paradigm. And I think we have to work to train our young people to understand the complexity and the nuance of the issues. Although some from generations ago might argue that um, the animosity has toned down, that there that there's more of a potential for Jew and Jew to get along than there was. And that's obviously, you know, a positive aspect. I, I think that that's true. I think there's the mainstream wants there to be, the center wants there to be, uh, harmony right. and engagement, and I think there's more and more of that. 
people are not living segmented lives. You know, there's a religious Zionist party, but I think, again, I'm not, I don't know politics, but I assume that a large part of the religious Zionist um, population will not vote for a religious Zionist party. They will right. vote for the party they think is better. And by the way, that's not just true in the religious Zionist mm-hmm. party. It's true in the Haredi world also. It's why the mayor of Beit Shemesh is the mayor of Beit Shemesh. Right. She became the mayor because the Haredi communities didn't vote for the Haredi candidate. Right. That's, or, or they, they felt just, it was in their best interest. Right, not they felt it was right. not to. Right. So the bottom line is I think there's a lot of positive energy. I think we have to do more to teach our young people that it's not our way or the highway, but Yadus supports the idea that you can have multiple portals of spiritual entry and you never know where it takes people but you have to make sure that we treat people with respect and decency. To me, that's one of the biggest dangers in Medina Israel, but please, God, we will overcome that. We're way over time, which is not unusual for when you visit us, uh, but I have to ask you, um, I don't know where I, what I did with it, but there's a, uh, oh, here it is. There's a pamphlet that came out, which includes uh, many wonderful articles, including uh, a, a couple written, one by you and one by Robert Riskin. Um, and the title it just intrigued me. I haven't read it yet because I literally opened it this morning. God not only loves us, he needs us. Why not wrap up this conversation with a Rosh Hashanah message explaining why, in fact, you believe that God needs us? Well, first of all, it's not I believe it. It's a a message. Not a new concept. It's not a new concept. It's not a new concept. First of all, there's the idea in the Gemara Megillah, Shechinta Begaluta, that Akash Baruch Hu escorted us into the Gullus. Um, it really is a celebration of what Shabbos is all about. Anyone who wants to read the Zmiras of the Arizal or anyone else can can see that that's the highlights. That highlights the point. Rev Cook, but I'll just summarize sure. it in twenty uh, soundbite <laughs> seconds. And that is Rev Cook in a article he has called Hishtamut Ushleimut or Shnei Erchei Shleimut, the two paradigms of wholeness, says. And it's not just Rev Cook, but we'll just quote Rev Cook for this. Says the Magad of Mezrich and others say it. The, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is whole. There's no, there's no being like HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He's shalem. But if HaKadosh Baruch Hu cannot grow, then is that a, a, a pagam? Is that a, a state of compromise in his wholeness? So Rav Kook says, yeah, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is always in a state of growth. So how can HaKadosh Baruch Hu, how can God be in a state of growth? Because yeah. there's a piece of God in each and every one of us. And as we grow and as we develop, that piece of God is also growing. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu, there's Hishtalmut Ushlemut. There's wholeness, Shlemut, and there's Hishtalmut, and there's a continued growth. HaKadosh Baruch Hu needs us as his ambassadors in the world. And that's why Sukkot is the final leg of the, of the Yom Narayim. There's Rosh Hashanah, the coronation. There's Yom Kippurim, in which, as the Kabbalists say, we want it to be like Yom, a day like Kippurim, that we remove masks, we remove barriers. We try to create this romantic rendezvous with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And then there is the Zman Simchatenu, in which we walk into the Sukkah. And once we walk into the Sukkah, not before that, the Sukkah becomes a holy place because we endow it with holiness. If we build a sukkah and we and we put schach and there's no holiness to the sukkah if we didn't walk into it throughout the chag. But the minute a Jew walks into the sukkah, he's making a statement that there's a an abode for God and the Jew because God 
needs us to be his emissaries in the world to do goodness. And God continues, to borrow the message of Rav Cook, God continues and quotes Kaviachol to right. grow through the holy work that people like you do, Nachum, and others in transforming the world. So we us. have a very important partner embedded in us. Yes. I mean, Salam Alokim, right? Yes. We have an important partner is. embedded in us. The better we do and the better we behave, right? The year starts Sunday night. We all right. wonder about our behavior in the coming year. The better we behave, the better it is for God. Simple yes. as that. And for all of humanity. And for all of humanity. Uh, information about all of this, uh, the Art Torah Stone uh, uh, incredible network of institutions and programs, ots.org.il. It's Rosh Hashanah time. Sunday night, the new year begins. A good time to support an amazing institution like Art Torah Stone. You can do so on that page, ots.org.il, ots.org.il. Of course, I will ask you, uh, and I'm sure you uh, you consider it an obligation to extend our best wishes to Rabbi Riskin. Would you see him? Of course, him? of course. To wish him a to him and his entire family, and to you the same, and a happy, healthy, and sweet new year. And it's it's wonderful to feature your incredible work on this show. To you, to your family, to your newest addition, to your grandchild. <laughs> Thank you. Bezat Hashem. And uh, please, God, this will be a year for the Nachum Siegel Network to rebuild but from my perspective, as somebody who listens to you from Jerusalem, um, the energy that you continue to resonate and radiate, uh, it doesn't matter how big the studio <laughs> is, uh, we feel the warmth and we are inspired and educated through your work. Thank I you, greatly Nathan. appreciate that. We should all have a great 5783. Tufshin Pei Gimel. Uh, Rabbi Dr. Kenneth Brander, uh, always a delight to speak with him. Go to ots.org.il. We wish everybody at Oratoris Stone a happy, healthy, and sweet new year. More coming up. It's Tuesday at JM in the AM.
From Slichus, Baruch Levine, and Hamishana Shamalach. Tuesday morning broadcast, JM and the AM. My thanks to Ryan Brander. Don't forget tomorrow by David Heber, calendaric trivia. We get to find out what type of year 5783 is going to be. Well, he can't predict what kind of year, but you know what I'm saying. Calendarically. We'll find out uh, all the different things that. Uh, We'll find out all the different things that we should expect calendarically. Or by David Heber tomorrow morning, 7.30, right here at JM in the AM, our Jewish calendar consultant. Um, Daniel says, the Shlichut program in Atlanta has changed the character of our town immensely and has given our kids an unparalleled immersive experience. And then uh, listener Klein says, now the only thing Atlanta needs is a bakery. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Although, didn't we have, yeah, didn't we have an amazing breakfast at their donut shop? So I don't know. Does that suffice? Um, a reminder, tomorrow night, Just One Life presents by Y.Y. Jacobson, internationally renowned speaker, tomorrow night at the Mandel Home in Bergenfield. That's the home of Rachel and Ozzie Mandel. The evening co-hosts are Rachel and Ozzie Mandel and Cheryl and Aaron Lieberman. It's all happening tomorrow night on Westminster Avenue in Bergenfield. JustOneLife.org has information about Rabbi Y.Y. Jacobson's visit to Bergen County. JustOneLife.org. Again, JustOneLife.org for information. Go to ShopEichlers.com. ShopEichlers.com. All Machzorim, 10% off with promo code radio between now and Thursday. All Machzorim, 10% off between now and Thursday with promo code radio. Again, go to... Uh, Go to shopeichlers.com, shopeichlers.com. Make sure to use promo code radio. Again, all machzorim, 10% off between now and Thursday. 
Nachomsegel.com slash chesed. Nachomsegel.com slash chesed is information about all the different chesed opportunities that we've spoken about over the last couple of weeks. Nachomsegel.com slash chesed. Check it out. Uh, the link for the new campaign for the Yadid section of Misaskim in memory of Yankee Meyer is up there. We suggest you um, make a donation. Our Elul Chesed campaign is in memory of Yankee. Yaakov Mordechai ben Hachavar Yisrael. Again, go to nachomsigl.com slash chesed for all the latest information, nachomsigl.com slash chesed. More coming up. Effie Green, JM in the AM. Oh, oh, oh. 
find your way back home Want to call your own To be alone Though in tattered rags Wandering in foreign lands There's a master plan So take my hand You're the son of kings You're the child of Yosef's dreams And you were born to royalty and honor You're the daughter of queens You're Queen Esther's legacy And you were born of dignity and valor And they can never take your crown Princes among men in the service of Hashem It's a bond that never ends, no And thank God for that You are princes among men in the service of Hashem It's a love that never ends, no And thank God for that, cause Yeah, Shemek. 
Cats, Kikel Melech, Donnie Kunstler, and Bayome. You heard Crown done by Yoni ZFE Green at Modani. Tuesday morning, JM and the AM. Tomorrow by David Heber at 7.30. We'll do calendaric trivia for uh, 5783 and find out calendarically what type of year it's going to be. It's one of our favorite activities and conversations when we get into the calendar with Rabbi Heber. <laughs> so we'll do that tomorrow morning, 7.30, right here at JM and the AM. Um, com slash chesed is information about all the different uh, initiatives that we've discussed over the last couple of weeks. Check it out. com slash chesed. A lot of great causes that we've featured on the air during our Elul Chesed campaign, which is in memory of the great Rabbi Meyer, Yaakov Mordechai Ben Hachavar Yisrael. If you don't receive our daily thread, uh, make sure to write to Avrami, af at nachomsegel.com. He'll take good care of you, af at nachomsegel.com. That's how you receive the daily thread if you're not a, uh, a daily thread recipient yet. Um, What else? Let's see, what do we got here? Oh, brand new, Sandy Shmueli, JM in the AM. Oto to Ufneu ufneu ta, ufneu ufneu ta, ufneu ta karo ve yamenu. 
Oh, yeah. 
Yakerly done by Yechiel Fligman. Sandy Shmueli, brand new with Ototoy. You heard Eitan Katz in there. And Kikel Melech. Achinu Yisrael and Achim Achim, brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSegal.com, on the NachumSegal Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Tuesday here at JMM Tomorrow, by David Heber. Big news. <laughs> Our calendaric trivia conversations are always interesting, especially the ones that uh, start at the brand new year. And we'll talk about 5783 with Ray Heber tomorrow here at JMA. Make sure to join us. Uh, Avrami with a live lunch coming up at 11 a.m. Eastern time. His final live lunch for 5782. Make sure to be tuned in. Again, that starts at 11 a.m. Eastern time. He'll be doing that from Israel. And uh, full schedule, of course. And don't forget, Sunday, all day long, the best way to prepare for Rosh Hashanah is with us, with an incredible music mix prepared by our very own Mark Zamek. And that's happening this coming Sunday, all day long, here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Have a fabulous Tuesday. Till tomorrow, that's Nahum Siegel reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future. <laughs>